Welcome everybody again to the Mike Thrays podcast. You're listening to your host, Mike Thrays. Presence, awareness, confidence. It's an interesting thing that I've been working a lot with lately and connected with all the content that I create and share on the Mike Thrays podcast, in my books, which are all about conscious manifestation spiritual awakening, but not necessarily only trying to awaken to this better version of you, but ultimately unlock the worthiness, prosperous, abundant, inspired, heartfelt you that's already you. And there's different processes to do this. There's, we can complicate it as much as we like. We can, at one level, it's very simple that everything is energy. And if you want to change, to what your heart is calling you to change. It's simply to affect it energetically. And that sounds very simple, doesn't it? But the how is where we get caught up all the conceptualization and the law of attraction is a very helpful premise, but even that's a concept and idea. But it's a, it's a tangible, it's funny because it might not seem tangible because in effect it's, a, it's like electricity, you can't see it. But it is tangible because you can practically, conceptually understand it when you orient your your thoughts and your awareness to see how it's operating. And the, the most simple way to describe it, which is connected to the sacred text, is, yeah, the all is mind. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, is what Dr. Wayne Dyer would talk about. But to your thoughts create your reality is the gist of it. So to ultimately embody your heartfelt, inspired self, what you'd be called for change and this, what the Buddhist awakened self is, awakening is really just this awareness that we're all energy. That's a simple way to put it. But connect with all that. And what I'm wanting to intentionally go a bit deeper in this, in this video or podcast, where you may be watching this on Spotify where it is a video, available in video format, or simply listening on one of the podcast channels, is there's this very interesting space that it's like when you build a house. I'm getting that that idea in my head. There's plans, isn't there? And you need to get the permits. If it's a vacant block, you have a structure in place. So you you you, you know assemble the materials. You have to organise certain team members to kind of uh, whether you're building it yourself or you're outsourcing it you are relying on a certain level of expertise and experience. And so there's a real conceptual, what would be called the conscious mind, which is planning that. It's building it. But again, it's come from a vision. It's an inspired I am heartfelt vision to, to build this house, if it's a heartfelt project. So this is vision, but it needs to have a certain structure in place that the masculine, in effect. So the masculine has to be that contained for the feminine. And the feminine is ultimately the flow, is the doubt, is the subconscious mind. But the ability for them to work hand in hand is the balance, is the yin-yang, infinite symbol. And it might seem on the surface, and it certainly has this way for me, that the masculine is doing all the work. It seems that way, doesn't it? From a masculine perspective, and this is perhaps why the, the building house has a more of a, a masculine conscious 
perspective to it. It's more of the doing emphasis. It seems, and it seems that way, even with me creating this podcast today or writing a book, creating a book. There's the doing, there's the doing, there's the speaking, or there's the building, there's the assembling materials, there's the, the, the drafting. But the very fundamental level, this is my perspective, connect with energy. It's the level of awareness, the confidence, the consciousness, the surrender, the willingness to get out of our own mindset, head, to let the magic happen, the subconscious mind, the feminine, that brings the success of all conscious manifestations. So this is such an interesting thing, isn't it? And it's no different to everything I've been talking about or writing or sharing, but I've been able to see it more clearly lately because what I'm identifying is while we could write about certain things or we could channel, we could have the plans of the house, <laughs> we could get assembled the materials, the ability to build the house is to let go of all the, you could call the subconscious patterning, the mind blocks, the identity blocks, these things that tell us where I can't do it or I need to do that to them, or what will they think? See what I'm getting at here. There has to be a real focus. But the ability to be focused, it's this funny thing. If we're too much in the head, this perceived masculine, there can be a real inability to allow flow into the project. A book, for example, if we're purely focused on, okay, I'm gonna write six hours a day, and maybe you've done a plan, the draft, which has an aspect of certain, yeah, Tao, flow, inspiration in, because it's come from the heart, the impulses, you know, be provided, but then we get to the book and we need to focus. We have that focus and we're going to write six hours every day. That's the, because that's what perhaps we do with a normal day-to-day -day job. And we're going to do that Monday to Friday. If there's no inspired flow in that six hours, you might find you're redoing that book over and over again. It's a repetition of the mind. There's no imagination coming in. So even though it might meet the the standard of hard work, so we can pat ourselves on the conditionally worthy back that we've efforted that, we've shown what we have to do. If there's no inspired heart orientation into that activity, that book will be worthless. That won't have a connected flow. It won't add value. And that's something we can bring into every aspect of reality. Whether it's working at a restaurant and preparing food, where the food might have all the amazing ingredients, but if it's just etheted, etheted, put together, there's not there's no magic in the meal, is there? It might have a certain customer base around similarly attuned to that frequency, but through to develop and grow and grow to another level has to have that presence. So the presence and the confidence and the awareness is the theme of this content today. But it's not purely a conceptual thing. It's an embodiment. And this is where I've had the difficulty. That having more of the conceptual mind, at least initially, <laughs> from my work perspective, I think I was always very imaginative. And without going too far off of the tangent, but I'm feeling a little bit that today because I've actually sit, sat on this process of this podcast the last few weeks. So I'm 
Again, I'm very focused. I like to have a plan and a structure. And if you don't have the structure of focus to allow the magic the feminine to express, it, it doesn't get done. But there's been a few weeks since my last podcast, and I've had a number of different ideas, but one that's connected with all this in conference awareness has come up, and the ability to be flow. There's this messaging around anxiety and ADHD that I'm seeing a lot more. And I remember meeting someone up in North Huff and Byron Bay about six months ago. He was in Bangalore, a young guy like me. And yeah, very socially conscious and was going through somewhat of an awakening perspective also. But I, he told me very early on in the conversation that he, he'd been diagnosed with ADHD. And this is not a, at a young age, and this is not a, a new conversation. This has been going around a lot lately. And I'm seeing more and people talk about the indigo generation and star seeds and people with awareness that have intuitive gifts. The ability, a greater ability to access the feminine, to be in flow. And without going into too much stress on this, I think... In relation to presence, confidence, awareness, and conscious manifestation, they're important if you have young children or if you've been labelled to have ADHD. A lot of the most successful people in terms of manifestation would be, and even the, the genius, savant type archetype, there could be labelled, could be have had those similar attributes aligned with them. But what I would like to suggest with that, again, bring it back to confidence and consciousness and awareness and presence. From a Western medical perspective, when someone is not listening to what the teacher is telling them to do in their robotic, non-present way, to label them the person listening is the one that has the problem rather than the person who's not bringing present awareness to their activity. I think there's something that completely missed there. It's a similar thing with the, the child or the pet, the dog, the, the anxious dog, the dog that causes all the problems in the house. Oh, it's got, the dog's got anxiety or separation anxiety. Or the child that's somewhat uh, finding it difficult to relate to others. It's been there easy to put it on the dog that the dog has separation issues not the owners who when they're there the dog has to be completely attentive to them and feeds the anxiety and then the dog doesn't know how to cope when the, the when the, the owners leave or that the, the child that's a completely intuitive and aware but is shamed when they're celebrating that unique the the love of crystals or imagination and dreamlike awareness of fairy realm and etheric realm and then when they're ashamed of that, or they're, they're in their dreamlike state, which cultivates conscious awareness and presence, the feminine. I think it's very, this is a big concern. This is a big problem that's affecting a lot of society. And this is what has been going around a little bit in the background. I'm seeing it more and more. And this will come to the fore over the next few years. It already has, hasn't it? But rather than purely medicating the dog or medicating the child, Rather than the example with the book, trying to effort and do more work, to actually allow a level of awareness beyond the mind, beyond the concept of the label, 
is to let the magic in. And while I'm very passionate about spiritual awakening, about 12 months ago, I got to this point where I'd had a lot of seeming success with building my business. I developed books based on conscious content where I'd been able to manage focus, being in the flow, allowing and, and structure. So there was that yin yang. But what I'd also become very aware of, and this is coming forward, is a difficulty to be fully embodied, to be confident. So while I could write about presence, write about connecting with Mary Magdalene, the priestess, frequency, the center masters, and I was consciously working my way towards embodying that frequency through scripting my own reality, through working through the archetypes and falling and diving a plate on my human. That full energy, which is somewhat comparable to the ADHD, the heart of the full, which is a magical being who's shamed because they don't fit into 3D, they do go through the stages and they've got to feel completely out of whack at times out of harmony with their, the celebrated magician self. I am the divine I am, the conscious creative reality where they are empowered to make decisions that are aligned with their heart and not at the beck and call of everybody else. And this is what I began to realize with presence, confidence, conscious awareness, is the ability to be in that frequency, particularly for someone who's sensitive, who's empathic, who fits into this, the ADHD or as I talked about in the previous podcast, anxiety is awareness, someone who's highly aware, perhaps, but hasn't been necessarily able to integrate it, so there's been an aspect of anxiety, is to fully embody that. There's often this frequency that's in our reality that is attached to wanting to please. And there's somewhat of a... I'm getting a few different words in this. Space holder is the common word. Like the dog, I gave the example, the, the, the dog who holds the space. And it might seem strange to people that look at it as a dog as a dog. They don't look at it as an energy being, you know, as a conscious of itself. But a, a dog who holds the frequency for the family, and the, the family might on, on the surface be, oh yeah, we've got it all together, we're all okay, we're, we're doing all our things. But it's the dog that sits there silently or gives the unconditional love to everyone. Holds that. But then when the when the parents leave or when they go out, it's the dogs filled with it's like they've been dumped with the energy, haven't they? And it's not to blame that the parents have consumed it from their own the consciousness of their own media, their, their own programming. Call it the matrix, call it whatever. That's not to shame it. It's the 3D that tells them where everything's good, bad, right, wrong over the conceptualization, completely in the in the building doing writing and not imaginative presence awareness stage. So what I'm getting at with this, and this is similar for me, where to fully embody our power, and you may be going through this at this moment. You've had all this success, you've been able to build certain things, literally build with presence, with awareness. But to fully live as the wish fulfilled, as they've got to live as your heartfelt frequency. There's an ability that needs to be integrated to pull back. 
the need for approval from all that external environment where you've been the space holder. And that's not necessarily easy if that's connected with identity because identity is such a driver of behavior, isn't it? And yeah, there's a saying, and that's why I worked with particularly identity shifting in the last few years has been really powerful. It's still a process with following and diving, literally changing the, the conceptual space, using both the conceptual and subconscious mind. And we'll, we could go into this in future podcasts or videos, but to really create the subtle shift, because that's a subtle thing. Remember, the more we conceptualize it, the more we can get lost in the rabbit hole. And while this is a video that has a lot of, I guess you could say concepts, because words are concepts, Remember, it's more the feeling space behind all the words. What type of transmission? What are you feeling in response to all this? Letting the, the, the emotion, the energy to come through. So the ability to be embodied, present, confident, conscious is connected to the heart passion. But the difficulty that can occur is when we're changing, we're becoming more effective to who we are and people around us may not be progressing at the same space. And if you're like me, perhaps you you have like a somewhat of a rescuer energy. You, you want to bring these people along for the ride. But remember, there's also an aspect that we, we needed them because we took on the role as the rescuer, the space holder. Or that in some cases, the person that's trying to rescue and save the life also needs an, an enemy and needs to be a victim of that enemy. So it's an identity-driven thing. And what I started embodying, and embodying is the key word 12 months ago, was a different perception, a different embodiment of frequency. And that was one that was more present, confident, and aware. So what I'm suggesting in this, if you're meeting these changes, and it can be difficult to change when... We, you know, we wake up and we're consistently meeting the, the reflection of the reality. You know, um, what's the saying? Reality is a reflection of our own perception. So we see, don't we? But we also know there's shifts and global shifts and relationships and, and the more fluid we're able to become. And even the challenges, the difficulties that come in our reality help us let go, don't they? They help us let go of this attachment to that reflection, which is our perception. So there's more fluidity to come in. Big part of it for me in integrating it at a real deeper level also, I have been traveling a lot and moving a lot. And you may also, over the last few years, you may also have been in somewhat of a hermit mode, which is what I've been in at stages. And that's not to shame the hermit mode. The hermit mode, if you want to change that reflection, you've got to step away from everyone who's mirroring back toxicity and negativity, don't you? So you've got and the ability to become more aware of their thoughts is to go inwards. But this is the point, isn't it? To then really celebrate our gifts is to go beyond the hermit. And it's to go out of the reality. <laughs> but it's also with presence. And it's there can be this rule. It's like the fools of the Hobbit journey and the Lord of the Rings. They leave the shire. They're still very heart-centered. They can't be who they're not, you know? They're hard and they, they get kind of thrown around and that all these things are bigger and threatening to them. But they kind of find their way, don't they? Literally the way. They find their way through who they are. Their confidence, their embodiment comes to the surface. And that's what I'm getting at with here. 
it can be difficult to find that confidence when we're looking for an external. It can be difficult to find and accept self-worth when we've accepted that self-worth is an external concept achievement. Because you can never, like the mind, can never get enough. If the conditional self is conditional, that self-worth is conditional on the external, there's a belief that we can't be happy until we've met the external achievements. But there's never enough in the external to provide that worth. So this is where that embodiment within the subconscious patterning, the building example of earlier, to get in harmony with the down flow. So we still had the dreams and the desires. They're within, they're within the consciousness. And we also need a certain assistance. There's a doing it in the external. So we do have to rely on other people. We, we, we have our plans, we have our structures, and we put them in place. And we do things and we work with other people, like the hobbits, we leave the Shire, we interact with people, we meet challenges. But this consistent, particularly people who are sensitive and aware, these people have been labelled with ADHD. We're not necessarily fitting the all the, the boxes. We're not... We can't be pigeonholed because we intuitively you can see it in our eyes and our awareness. We're not closed down, we're awakened, and we're not holding or closing off our heart. We're allowing our heart to express authentically. For them, the heart to, to be expressive and, and connecting, we've got to stop putting our worth and our affirmation of worth in the source of achievements and external perception of others. It has to come from within. There's this saying, I've heard Neville Goddard talk about it, and he's very clear. And this is, if you've, obviously I've talked a lot about Neville Goddard on this, on this channel and then there is other content, but he, he gives this example that if something of the external reality can cause an inner change, so something really challenging happens, it creates an emotion, is it, does it not make sense that if you feel something really within, strongly, I feel good. I feel joyful. I feel prosperous. I feel worthy that you would get a direct reflection of the external. And the only thing really stopping that being seen is the, the yeah, it's a belief. The belief creates the embodiment of practice. But the persistence, the faith, your faith is your fortune is one of Neville's famous books. You've got to go first, you know, and that's connected with another saying, the Bible, the devil. You know, happy are those who believe you, who did yet need to receive, is the gist of the saying, of the Bible reading. If we keep waiting to the external to provide, to believe, we will keep having to wait. If we keep waiting for the external to show that we're worthy, we'll keep needing to prove that we're worthy, find we're worthy. But if we be worthy, if we believe we're love, and that takes practices, yes, affirmation and, and self-love, self-care, but if we keep believing it, if we be the change, then we will get the reflection external. 
Thanks again for watching, listening, being a part of this. Bye for now and keep believing.